friends, welcome to 30 Minute Nutrition. I'm your host, Ani Weeks, and this is episode 16, Incorporating Water-Rich Foods into Your Hydration Habit. Hello, it's been a week. If this audio sounds a bit different, it's because I'm literally recording from my couch today. (laughs) Not feeling great, but still wanted to get you guys an episode today with some good information. Just a short disclaimer, as always, this podcast is intended for educational purposes only. Um, For individualized recommendations on nutrition, please do contact your personal dietitian or healthcare professional so I can give you more individualized advice. So what I'm currently craving this week is just lots of fresh flavors. I'm I'm liking a lot of herb-heavy seasonings um, and flavors and marinades and that kind of thing and also just fruit, (laughs) lots of fresh fruit. We're really lucky we live by... um, it's a barn, but basically we have like a farmer's market that just goes year round essentially. And we get lots of fresh fruit and they also switch it out for whatever's in season. So I don't have to think about it too much. And we have just been really enjoying eating more uh, fresh fruit as the summer comes along. So we'll talk about weird food news now. Um, This was super interesting. And uh, as always, I want to share all the interesting things with you. This week, I saw that listing calories on menus has saved money and lives, and I thought that was really interesting to think about, um, especially because I know sometimes when we see calories on <laughs> on the menu, it's kind of like, oh, I didn't really need to know that, but um, it really has helped to, pr- uh, they've estimated it's prevented up to 28,000 deaths from obesity-related illnesses. And it's also saved almost $3 billion in healthcare spending. So just super interesting. And I think it's just something cool to think about. Sometimes it does seem kind of annoying to see those calories on there. But um, if that's something that's important to you, it can be a really helpful tactic in trying to evaluate if this is a good fit for you for a meal. Um, so it really has made a difference, it looks like. And I know that was implemented uh, fairly recently in the grand scheme of things. So just something to think about. Okay, so as I mentioned before, we are talking about incorporating water-rich foods into the diet and especially your hydration habits this week. This is really super relevant. If you haven't been here before to the podcast, we do three kind of middle segments and it's the literature, the lived experience, and the landscape. The literature is the science. My lived experience is just what I've seen as a nutrition professional. And if I have a guest on, this is where I'll invite them to share um, a lot of their expertise. And then the landscape is like tips you can take home. A lot of times, um, especially on an episode like today's, I will include some recommendations if I have brands that I like or just services I work with, that kind of thing. Um, So you have a a clear place to go after you finish this episode. And as always, it's 30 minutes. (laughs) 30 minutes or under. That's why it's called 30-minute nutrition. So today we're talking about water-rich foods. So this might be something you haven't heard before. It might be something you have heard about. But I always love sharing this simple idea with people because it's really just a a little mindset shift you can make in order to have more hydrating foods and liquids in your day. So specifically today, we're talking about food. And um, as I mentioned before, this is super relevant because although we do need to stay hydrated in the winter, summer is a really important time to make sure you're keeping your body hydrated and cool. So in the summer, we're facing more things like increased sun exposure, 
people are usually more active during the summer months. I know this is true for myself when it's dreary and dark and gross outside in the winter. I don't get on as many walks. I'm not as outside as much, even though I'm not a super outdoorsy person in general, <laughs> but I tend to just naturally when it's summer, I'll look and see that it's beautiful outside and want to take a walk. I just can't help myself. So even me, a <laughs> self-proclaimed not outdoorsy person, gets outside and is more active in the summer. Um, and this is especially true if you're if you're an outdoor athlete or just an athlete in general, you're usually just more active in the summer. And we know from studies that um, in hot environments, you'll have increased sweat production, you'll have more water loss, and an increased need for hydration. And again, this is especially true if you're exercising and also if your exposure levels to things uh, weather or climate related are involved. So if there's more sun, uh, if you're kind of being battered by like the wind or waves or something, this can all affect how much water you need. So Another thing just to note, and we could do a whole episode on hydration if you guys want. I don't think we have an episode on hydration yet. Um, if, if you want to, you can go to aniweeks.com slash podcast and let me know there if you guys would like an episode on hydration and kind of understanding how much water you need, what counts as fluid, etc. We can do that. But just as a short overview, your hydration needs change depending on age, depending on activity level depending on gender, and it can also change depending on what stage of life you are in. So for example, uh, if you're pregnant, you usually need a little bit more water because you're growing a baby and that involves a lot of fluid. Uh, and so there's other stages of life. Off the top of my head, I can't think of many, but my go-tos are always pregnancy and menopause because <laughs> your body's going through some big changes then. But for men as well, there are probably other stages of life. You may want to consider talking with your doctor, your dietitian, and increasing those fluids. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about what qualifies as a fluid later on in this episode. So Water does so many things for us. You probably already know this. It's probably a little bit of a no-brainer, but just to overview some of the main things that water does for us beyond hydration is it helps to promote homeostasis. And this is both on an overall level and then also on a cellular level. Um, and then also it helps kidney function. So our kidneys filter, uh, especially fluids. And so when you're drinking enough water, this can help keep your kidneys healthy. It can also help flush out waste and toxins out of our bodies. Uh, just as you would rinse something off, maybe in the sink, you can kind of imagine that's uh, what is happening in your body. Uh, things are getting rinsed out. Uh, things are getting replenished. I love just picturing <laughs> picturing water. Helps me kind of think of that whole process. Um, just water running through your body and helping uh, clean things out and just make a good space for for good things to enter. So water does so many things for our body. And luckily, a lot of people don't know this, but fortunately, food can also be an additional source of water in our lives. And that's what we're specifically discussing today. So food actually supplies about 20% of the water you need each day. So in other words, the foods you eat each day provide about 20% of the overall water that you need. And I just think that's really cool to think about. And especially if you're trying to focus more on hydration as summer gets closer, this is something you can tweak to 
make sure you're getting enough and meeting your fluid needs. You can introduce more water-rich foods into your diet. So I have five of what I call hydration helpers, and these are foods that are about 89% or more water. <laughs> and so they are just really hydrating foods and can easily be incorporated into your diet. It's things you probably already eat or are easy to access, things you could bring to a barbecue, something you can have in your fridge or in your fruit tray. These things are really easy to just add on top of a salad or into a fruit salad. So without further ado, we'll start with maybe the most obvious, which is watermelon. It has the word water in it, so I'm sure you've guessed, but it is 92 to 93% water. Something really interesting about watermelon is it's often used for livestock as well. So it depends on the livestock, but it's a good source of water and so much so that people even use it to help hydrate their animals if you own animals or operate a farm. So it also has a pretty low amount of calories relative to other foods or snacks. So one cup of watermelon provides 45 to 46 calories. And I also love this about watermelon. It's a good source of vitamins A, B, and C. So you're getting your ABCs <laughs> right there uh, when you eat watermelon. So it's a great snack uh, and it comes along with a lot of water. So that's why you'll see it a lot in the summer. I love when people bring this to the beach because I just think it gives you a little bit of natural sugars. It gives you that water. And so you're getting this like natural hydrating energy for yourself. It's also in season when summer's happening, so <laughs> not a coincidence, but that's why we see it so much in the summer as well. It's in season during July and September, or sorry, excuse me, July through September. Okay, next is cantaloupe. This is the second of the hydration helpers that I love recommending. Cantaloupe is over 90% water, which is pretty high, <laughs> and it is also kind of naturally sweet, kind of like watermelon, and one cup meets your daily recommendation of the amounts of vitamins A and C that you need. So again, it's a very good source like watermelon of vitamins A and C. Interestingly enough, small amounts of omega-3 fatty acids also exist in cantaloupe. So those are those healthy fats that we need. We don't normally see a lot of fat in fruits and vegetables. There are exceptions, but normally we don't see a ton of healthy fats in fruits and vegetables. So it is really cool that cantaloupe contains just a little bit. If you want to have a little more omega-3s in your diet, that might be one to consider. It's also in season mid to late summer. So around that July to September timeframe as well. So this is another great food to have. And I know from experience, I guess we're headed a little bit into the lived experience category here, but I know from experience myself that this is one of the most inexpensive fruits as well. So that's often what you see in like commercial fruit salads, or if you go somewhere, um, there's, there really is more melon usually in those, um, types of dishes. And so this is an inexpensive one. If you are trying to budget and watch where your spending is going with groceries especially. This is a great food to pick up over summer uh, because of the cost being so low. Okay, another food is cucumber. Cucumber is 96% water by weight. So it's kind of in line with these other foods. It's actually higher than watermelon. 
One reason people love cucumber is because essentially it's very heart healthy. There's no fat, no saturated fat. It's sodium free. It's cholesterol free. So if you're looking for a heart healthy food, this is a great one. Along those lines, it's low calorie. So there's less than one calorie per slice of cucumber. And one cup is only 13 calories. So that's just crazy that you can eat a whole cup of cucumber and it's mostly water and you're getting some vitamins and minerals as well. Um, another fun thing to remember about cucumber is it is pretty rich in vitamin C comparative. Like I said, it's mostly water, but of the nutrients you are getting, it, vitamin C is included in that, and you can remember that because cucumber starts with a C. Also, just as an FYI, if you are eating cucumber instead of adding it to, say, like fruit-infused water or something like that, if you're eating it instead, when you peel it, you get rid of most of the fiber. So if you are trying to add more fiber to your diet, make sure maybe you only do the pattern where you, you peel half of it or um, kind of do that striped pattern, or just leave the peel on altogether and maybe enjoy it with a homemade dip. Um, and it's it's just a way to add a little bit more fiber to your diet. I know it doesn't seem like much, but everything adds up. With cucumber as well, it's also in season during the summer. And after all, <laughs> all that I've listed about cucumber, you can tell it's pretty hydrating. As I mentioned, it's more even more hydrating when uh, you compare it to watermelon than watermelon is. So that's a great food to add to your veggie trays, to dinner on the side. This is also one that's really friendly for kids. Kids usually like cucumber because they just look like these little coins that you can eat and they're good finger foods. So this is a great family-friendly type of food you can add to make sure your whole family staying hydrated during the summer. Okay, citrus is our next hydration helper, our fourth hydration helper food. I particularly picked lemons because I feel like these are the type of citrus that people eat most. I know people do oranges and limes as well. And from what I know, this is pretty comparable. So we'll just review lemons. And I've also linked uh, up some facts about all these foods I'm listing in the show notes if you just want to know more. But like I said, today we're just talking about lemons when we're talking about citrus. So lemons are 88 to 89% water. As the fruits and vegetables we've mentioned above, they're also a very good source of vitamin C. Something interesting about lemons is they've been used for centuries in the healing arts. They've been used as antiseptics for wounds and Ayurvedic medicine. They're used for digestion. Um, so today the science is catching up to just the amazing properties of lemons and citrus in general. One thing you can rest assured about when you're adding lemons to the diet is there's very, very little fat and very little sodium as well. They're considered low in sodium. So like cucumbers, this is a great heart healthy food to add to your diet. It's also low calorie. So one medium lemon is about 20 calories on average. Now I know we're not just eating a whole lemon usually, so we don't really talk about the calories very much, but when you're say flavoring something or adding lemon juice to something, not only is that hydrating, but it also is very low calorie and can be a great way to season uh, poultry and meat and even other things like salads uh, without adding too many calories um, 
it would be a great substitute in like a marinade or some sort of dressing because it just doesn't add too many calories and sauces and things like that can get really high in calories really easily. So it's a great way to make sure your foods are hydrating and nutrient rich. Now, lemons are really unique in that they are in season pretty much year round. Um, and that's true of most citrus. There are some kind of prime seasons for citrus, but lemons are basically available year round and just can, they can be part of basically any recipe um, that you're making in any season. So you can use it for Christmas recipe. I know recipes year round that um, whether it's Christmas or Thanksgiving or Easter, they include lemon. And I just think that's really cool that you can have that be part of your hydration habit year round. Okay, coming to our last hydration helper. This one also might seem obvious because there is the word water in the name, but it is coconut water. Now, I know this has been trendy for a while, so I want to explain why I like it personally. Coconut water just has a very unique taste, and it is 90% water. It's great if you are looking for something that's a little bit different than water, but you still want to stay hydrated. I know for me, sometimes I just find water boring, especially if I've been drinking it all day. I'm usually pretty good about it, but every once in a while, I'll just want a different kind of drink. And this can be really good to mix in with um, homemade drinks if you're trying to make uh, like an alternative to soda or smoothies. There's just a lot of applications for coconut water. It's popular for being high in potassium and electrolytes and also low in fat and carbs. So a lot of times athletes or people who are very active will try to have more coconut water in their diet, but of course you don't have to qualify in those categories to enjoy it. It is not a replacement for sports drinks. This was kind of an idea that was going around for a while that it was a quote unquote natural sports drink. It just does not have the levels of vitamins and minerals and electrolytes we need to see to qualify in that category for the most part. But if you are just looking, like I said, for something different, this is a great drink and beverage to consider because it is hydrating. Um, because it is a drink and a beverage and it can kind of be store-bought whenever, there's really no particular season. Interestingly, coconuts and most tropical fruits that we see are available year-round typically. So even if you're making your own coconut water, you're likely going to be able to find coconuts or coconut water when you need it. Um, and again, you can make your own coconut water. I just recommend buying it. Just make sure no, no added sugar is there. Um, it's kind of a little bit more labor intensive. And so that's why I recommend buying it store-bought. Um, I believe it's in pretty, you can pretty much get it anywhere now, but places like Trader Joe's and maybe more natural food stores will definitely have it. And you might even be able to get actual coconuts there. So so those are the five foods and beverages that I recommend. I know coconut water kind of counts as both, but like I said, 20% of your hydration every day comes from food. And so you really want to make sure you're maximizing those nutrient-rich, hydration-rich foods. All right. So what does this look like for you in your life? How do you start actually implementing these tips? So I kind of integrated some of the tips into the foods as I listed them, but obviously one tip is to eat more water-rich foods and to just be a little bit more aware. Um, 
if you look for what's in season, I know I talk about in season food a lot, but if you kind of keep track of what's in season, you'll do this naturally. Like I mentioned, water, cantaloupe, cucumber, and citrus are all available year or excuse not year round, but in the the summer especially, citrus is available year round, and so is coconut water. But uh, watermelon, cantaloupe, and cucumber especially are available during those summer months, and they are just kind of natural hydrating foods. So instead of kind of being obsessed with following everything if you can just kind of keep track of what's in season you'll naturally get some hydrating foods mixed in now i also mentioned before that sometimes if you're like me you'll just feel like water is kind of boring (laughs) a really natural way to have an hydrate hydration and flavor enhancer is just to add fruit and veggies like cucumbers to water and either um, soak them in water overnight um, and just allow all those vitamins and minerals to kind of seep out into the water. Um, I also think it just looks really pretty <laughs> when you go to like wedding showers, baby showers, parties, you sometimes see this. And I think it's just a great way to add flavor to the water that still offers an option for everybody. I think it's really inclusive for all kinds of diets and um, just everyone who wants to stay hydrated, but doesn't maybe want to drink plain water. Um, so you can also do this at home. You don't have to go to an event to get that. You can, um, have sliced up fruits and veggies at home. One of my favorite combinations is just doing lemon and strawberry and putting that in water overnight, leaving it in my fridge and waking up and having that in the morning. It's just really refreshing. You can also do more, sort of savory flavors like cucumber and mint is a really popular combination. I mentioned before that I'm all feeling all about herbs right now. So get creative. You can add um, pretty much any combination that you like. I think there are ones that are more liked than others, but you could definitely have some creative, creative freedom and enjoy that little bit of extra flavor in your water. Okay. Another tip is just to remember that all fluids count towards hydration. And this can go both ways. So all fluids count towards hydration, so you want to make them count. So think about maybe broth or soup versus coffee and tea versus soda. There's kind of a range there. There's some additives. There's some sugars. So just think kind of on the scale where you want to be for that day. You can definitely have more hydrating foods like soups when you're feeling sick. That might help to boost and help um, improve your immune function. Uh, There's just things you can do depending on what you're going through and the type of lifestyle you're living. Um, Like I said, if you're more active, maybe you're not drinking as much soda when it's when you're playing your sport in season, that kind of thing, you can make some small adjustments depending on what your overall health and nutrition goals are. But just do remember that it doesn't strictly have to be water. There are other fluids that count towards hydration. So I wanted to give a couple alternatives as well. I work with affiliate or I'm an affiliate for some brands. Um, So that means I do earn a small commission from the uh, different brands. I'm going to share with you now. But as you know, if you know me, if you've been following me for a while, I seriously vet every brand that I work with because I only want to bring you the best. So if you're not into hearing about this, you can stop the podcast now. You can (laughs) go on with your day. But I really do try to bring you just the best foods and beverages and things that I would already be recommending and already use myself anyway, uh, because I know I just want to help you kind of automate your schedule and your, especially your hydration habits today. So if you're interested in listening, keep listening. (laughs) 
depending on the streaming platform, I know sometimes affiliate links are removed. So if you hear about something you like or would be interested in but can't find it when you look at the show notes, shoot me a message at aniweeks.com slash contact or you can scroll to the food and specialty diet section of my recommended products page and that you can access at aniweeks.com slash affiliate. So if any of that didn't make sense, just message me on whatever platform you connect with me on. You can even do it on my website and just let me know what you're looking for and I'd be happy to help. So I know it can get kind of tricky. I know not everyone's out there to give you the best information, but I really, really want to. And so that's why I want to just include some options towards the end here. So one of my favorite things to talk about is adaptogenic sparkling waters. So there's a brand called Haywell that I really like, and they are low calorie and have one or two grams of sugar per bottle. So if you haven't heard of adaptogens before, they're just compounds that are thought to help you adapt, kind of like the word says. <laughs> but adaptogens are basically things that help the body to adapt to stress in different situations. We're still learning more about them through studies. So again, this is something you can try if you want to, but is it necessarily totally science supported yet? Um, for what I know, I mean, herbs can count as adaptogens. Different things you're probably already eating count as adaptogens. Um, it's kind of like we think of berries and antioxidants. There's things you're probably already eating. You can just kind of become a little more aware of the properties. So with that being said, I will include the link to those adaptogenic sparkling waters in the show notes. I just think that's a great option. If you're interested in adaptogens and learning more about those, this is a really easy way to add them to your diet. And there's also different flavors available. You can add them to, say you're making like mocktails or um, drinks at home. You can add a little bit of uh, creamer, like nut-based creamer and maybe some actual fresh, fresh fruit in there and create your own little drink. I think that would be awesome. I know with the brand Haywell specifically, they do have ones that are more targeted for energy or calm. So that can help you really to understand um, your goals as well and kind of promote those, those goals and areas in your life. I know for me, that's a very uh, cleansing process for me. I love sitting down and watching a movie with my husband and we just have like sparkling waters. Um, and it's a nice, just slow down for the day and kind of part of our habit now. Um, so if that's something that resonates with you, that might work for you. So again, if you have any questions about that, send me a message. Another brand that I really love sharing with people is mud water. And you've probably seen this everywhere, especially if you're on TikTok, but uh, people are just kind of not as in love with coffee as they used to be. And people are finding out they're a little more caffeine sensitive, maybe than other people. So this is another great alternative if you're looking for hydration, but don't necessarily love water, don't necessarily love coffee, you're looking for a happy medium. This one is actually mushroom based. And so mushrooms are all the rage right now. And if you're just wanting kind of like a low commitment way to try this, I will also include the link in the show notes to this. And again, if you can't find it, just message me. They have some awesome kits as well. So it's kind of a great way to just get started if you're unsure about it, um, but want to try it. It's just a great way to get involved without feeling like you have to commit a ton of money or a ton of time. Um, into learning. And from what I understand, they have a pretty good resource base as well. Uh, again, just like the adaptogens, this is something we're still learning more about. But from what we do know, it can be just a great alternative. If you're not feeling like you're in love with coffee, 
or maybe like you get a crash in the middle of the day, this is a great way to try that without, um, or sorry, excuse me, great way to try it while also uh, promoting the goals in your life that you want to achieve. So another thing is bone broth. I mentioned this before, but it's a really easy way to swap out water and recipes and have just more flavor and things like rice and soup, uh, maybe noodles as well. I just recently cooked something, some noodle dish with broth instead of water, and it was so good. It totally changed the whole flavor profile, and I thought I need to do that again. So one of my favorite services that I've worked with is Brodo, is I believe how you say it, and they have a subscription broth service. So it's really like automated. It's really easy to get this um, each week or whatever you set your interval to. What I love about this brand is they have no concentrates, no preservatives, and they're made in very small batches with fresh ingredients. So it's like you're making it at home, but it's, I believe it's also chef designed as well. And so the flavor profiles are just so, so good. So again, that's Brodo Bone Broth. I'll include that in the comments as well. And one of my favorites, last but not least, is smoothie kits or cubes. This is another really easy way to just make hydration part of your habit. I personally begin every day with a smoothie and I just really like, I'll list the two brands that I love. One of them is Smoothie Box and the other is Bump and Blends. Those are more for moms. Um, if you think about the baby bump. <laughs> so that is made more targeted for uh, moms and people maybe postpartum. Uh, and it's also dietitian designed. So those are just a couple brands that I like. Again, no pressure to try them. I just wanted to list some things I know work for me and people I've worked with. Um, for example, with the smoothie kit ones, their chocolate smoothie has no added sugar and contains coconut water. So it's a really easy way to implement the things I've talked about today. Again, if you have any questions, never hesitate when you have questions to reach out to me. I would love to chat with you and connect with you and maybe we'll see a hydration episode in the future. I hope you guys go forth this week with, uh, just great nourishing meals and feel really supported by your diet and I will see you next week. Bye.